Hey, Brendo Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. We got some great news, man. New Japan Pro Wrestling is back, Larson. That's what's in the news. That's what's in the news. Yeah, they had a virtual press conference yesterday announcing they're back, baby. They're back, baby. Uh, They'll start running empty arena shows starting June 15th. That's next Monday, I believe. Yes. Uh, The following day on the 16th, uh, New Japan will kick off a revamped New Japan Cup. uh, And these shows, all the New Japan Cup shows, will be in front of zero fans, no fans. Yeah, yeah, understandable. However, Mm. the finals for the New Japan Cup, which happened on July 11th, uh, and then uh, Dominion mm-hmm. is happening happening the following day, mm. and that will be in front of fans at Osaka Joe Hall, and it'll be about a third of its usual capacity. Um, they released the brackets for New Japan Cup, announced the winner of New Japan Cup will face Tetsuya Naito for both the IWGP heavyweight and intercontinental titles, I'd assume, main event of the July 12th show. So uh, I have a link here for bracket courtesy of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, let's pick our winner here, Steve. Who's going to be taking on uh, Tetsuya Naito July 12th for both those titles? So, I mean, I got to be honest, man. Uh, look, here, there's two things. Number one, I can't wait to see. I'm I'm jacked. I'm hyped about this. Absence makes the heart grow fonder. I took New Japan for granted, and that is no longer. I am excited about this. This is going to be great. I'm excited one month and two days from now to see wrestling in front of fans again. WWE, AEW, y'all need to pack up, move to Japan for a couple months so we can get one-third capacity fans. I want to see this. Uh, So, as far as the New Japan Cup goes, I don't know because I have not been paying attention to New Japan before they went down, but I'm looking at these uh, these things here. Uh, What was the status of... Is he even in this? Where is he? Oh, there he Ooh, is. There's no Osprey. There's no Jay White. No Kenta. Okay, so let's see here. Tanahashi versus Taichi. Kota we don't, have to, we don't have to go match. match by match. I guess no, I know. Do. I'm just looking at the at the lineup here. Yeah, yeah. I guess we just do quarter finals for each. I mean, weren't they the, weren't they trying to make a big thing out of Sonata? Yeah. That upper right uh, part of the uh, uh, bracket is pretty stacked with Tanahashi, Ibushi, Saber, Sonata, and uh, Shingo Takagi all in there. Yeah, that no is kidding. that is a stacked, stacked part of the bracket. I mean, look, man, you got at least Sonata is gonna gonna beat Taguchi in the first round. That's a given. Yeah, that's a given. But then he's got to take on probably Shingo in the second in the second round. And I think that's Sonata also. Probably, and then and then you got the winner of Kota Ibushi and Zack Saber Jr. So we know Tanahashi is gonna beat. Taichi, he advances for sure. Yeah, so it's either Saber or Ibushi taking on Tanahashi in the second round. Yeah, I mean that's a that's I don't know. It's it's probably going to be Tanahashi, but I guess it's kind of a toss up if they want to they want to throw Zack Saber Jr. in bone. Maybe he'll have a good reset now after his disastrous G one. Was it the G one where he was he was pitching a fit over Boris Johnson? So I mean, yeah, if if it ends up being Sonata Tanahashi. Or even Sonata Zack Saber Jr. I kind of feel like Sonata's got to pick up that win, and then over in the uh, on the same side in the other bracket, uh, you got Evil. Uh, it's either Evil or well, it'd be either Evil or Goto to make it to the semifinals. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's that's not a great. Yeah. That's that's probably going to be Evil versus Sonata. I mean, you're looking at a lot of Lij there. Exactly. On the other um, side of things. 
Okada is advancing from his side of the bracket. <laughs> Man, could you imagine an Okada Sonata final where Sonata goes over? Man, I can't be, imagine that. That would not be surprised that happens. That'd be that'd be pretty special, right there. Or and they I'm can kind do, of, yeah, or they can do an Okada uh, Naito uh, sequel. You know, they could do that. They could do that. I'm kind of hoping that we'll get uh, in the semifinals on the left side of the bracket. So, uh, Hiromu Takahashi is in that side of the bracket. Oh yeah, uh, a, a semifinal bout between him and Okada. Oh man, man yeah, that'd amazing. Be, that'd be terrific. Amazing. So you have three members of Lij uh-huh. in the semifinals. You got Okada in there too. Okada beats Takahashi. Uh, Sonata defeats Evil. Uh, Sonata wins the whole thing. Mm-hmm. How great is that first round matchup with Okada and Gato? <laughs> that's that's something. And then and then winner of that Okada is going to take on Suzuki. I know that's good stuff, man. That's really good stuff. And then the winner of that match, Okada, will take on. Probably uh, Ishimori. I mean, he's the biggest name there. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they might throw it. Because is, is Gabriel Kidd, he's like a young line or like he's a young line, yeah. Guy? Okay. Yeah. Same with, uh, what is it, Yumura? Yeah, he's a young line too. Okay. Yeah, boy, that's a. Uh, okay. And then over on the other side, yeah, Takahashi. Uh, and then probably, probably Ishii, Ishii Takahashi in, in the quarterfinals in that bracket. Man, how great would it? Let's see here. Whoever comes out of that will be fit. How great would that uh, quarter against uh, Yano and Takahashi be? That'd be a lot of fun. That would be great. That'd be a lot of fun. So, so yeah, Okada's not in the final. Sonata goes over and probably loses to Naito. I really want them to split those titles up again, though. Did Sonata beat Okada in the G1 this year? Oh, did did he? I think he did beat him. Finally. All right. Yeah, thought he be. did. Thought he did. Could be. Uh, let's talk about this man because I don't. I don't really see. Is Jay White in here? I don't see like no, a heavy not. Bullet Club influence. I see Ishimori, the uh, Takahashi, the Yujiro Takahashi. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There's not a lot of. Uh, I don't see any LP in here. There's not a lot of Bullet Club representation. But that's not to say Bullet Club didn't have a heavy influence on pro wrestling. And why do I bring that up, Larson? Well. It's because Too Sweet Doc Gallows had something to say about that during an appearance on Tama Tonga's podcast. Tama's Island, Gallows said this, transcripts from WrestleZone. You want to read this, Larson? Uh, yeah, sure. The effing Bullet Club revolutionized professional wrestling. If somebody hears this and they're mad about it, sorry. I'm just guessing that's his inflection. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fight me on it. If there's no Bullet Club, there's no AEW. If there's no Bullet Club, there's no growth in professional wrestling. If there's no Bullet Club, there really is no reason to have an NXT because why do you turn developmental into indie heaven and hire everyone in the business? There's no reason to do it. I'm effing real. It was over his F. If you don't have that, there's no alternative for professional wrestling. There's no reason for AEW. ROH doesn't stand up. I'm sorry, guys. Get mad at me. That's the effing truth. If there's no Bullet Club, the resurgence of professional wrestling doesn't happen. Professional wrestling advanced because of what the Bullet Club di- uh, was in Japan. Uh, I agree with everything except for the NXT bit. I think that NXT would probably still exist. You know, Triple H has, you know, he was he was big on on like you know the independence. I don't know around the time Bullet Club really started to surge. 
Mm-hmm. Um, he was bringing in some names in NXT. So, uh, so, but yeah, I don't know. I agree with the with a lot of what he's saying, man. I think he's like seventy five percent of the way there. I think mm-hmm. it's a combination of Bullet Club, yes, mm-hmm. but I also think it's the the the, the massive influence on, for a, a lack of better way of putting it, uh, PWG. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the American independent wrestlers that weren't in Japan that eventually got signed by NXT, by and large, I think they're all PWG alums. Mm-hmm. Whether they were in Ring of Honor or any other promotion, uh, they all spent time, a lot of time, a lot of their formative years developing as professional wrestlers in PWG. Talking Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. I know, I know, El Generico was in DAT Pro for a bit. Uh, Roderick Strong. I know they're all in Ring of Honor too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, um, all PWG champions. Yeah. Um, so I don't disagree with what, uh, with, uh, what good brother Doc Gallows has to say here. I think he's, he's, he's onto something, but you can't, you know, say it's all exclusively bullet club that, that, that saved professional wrestling, if you will. Some of the credit goes for a lot of the, the really great, uh, independent wrestlers, uh, that were, you know, innovating, yeah. uh, doing new things. Yeah. Uh, for example, PWG. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you, but you could definitely draw a line from Bullet Club to All Elite Wrestling. Like, oh, definitely, definitely, it's, definitely. It's totally, and it, it was so funny. Like, you and I would talk about this when we were first getting into New Japan and, and, and looking at the scene and being like, wow, this is so fresh and so cool. And, uh, and but, you know, as soon as you started seeing the emergence of uh, 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 the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, when they began their run as, you know, the, 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 the faces of Bullet Club, Almost immediately, they started branding themselves the elite. They had it was when they debuted their little their elite logo, and it was like, oh, so these guys are they're already thinking ahead. They're already taking this Bullet Club thing. They know that it's going to take them to heights, and they're going to take it to heights. But they're planning for the future, their own thing. Yep. Smart kids, smart yep. guys. Yep, and that's when they started doing being the elite. And look mm-hmm. where that look where that led. They have yep. their own promotion now. They have their own TV show on TNT. They know drama. They know drama. Yeah, man. So, uh, so yeah, that's uh, I, I could see Doc Gallows. His point of view seems. Uh, seems Did you see that uh, uh, Gallows and Anderson are doing Talking Shop Mania August first? I saw that. I know that's really exciting. So that's really cool, man. That's going to be cool stuff. Um, uh, remains to be seen. What it is exactly? What exactly that is? <laughs> are we going to go to that? I don't know. I don't even know if we'll be able to. I don't know if they're going to have fans, where they're going to do it. Is it going to be in his backyard? I don't know what's going to happen. But they should. I hope they. I hope Gals and Anderson do commentary. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be fun. Yeah. As uh, Chad Too Bad and uh, Sex Ferguson. Yeah, man. That'd be awesome. Ideally, yes. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, that's it for News Brief. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye.